Hey there everyone, I wanted to talk about Giordano Bruno, and most people are going to ask who that is, which is going to make this really fun. To get started, we're going to have to go back to history, a time in history, when there were no telescopes to gaze at the night sky. Back then, it was very clear and obvious to everyone on the Earth that we lie motionless, while everything else, the moon, the planets, and the sun, revolved around the Earth. It wasn't until a man, a Polish mathematician, astronomer, and priest named Nicholas Copernicus made a radical suggestion that the geocentric model followed back then was incorrect, that the Earth was not at the center of the solar system and universe, but it was actually another planet revolving around the sun, and that the sun was the center. This was known as the heliocentric model. Many, such as John Calvin, the father of Calvinism, Martin Luther, the Protestant reformer responsible for the Reformation, took this as an offense to scripture, the church, and said it was perfectly defined as heresy. Giordano Bruno was a young Dominican monk in Italy. Italy was the worst place to be if you wanted free thought and speech over science at the time. He read many books banned by the church, one of them being the one that I actually have in my hand right now that you can't see because I'm not on camera because it felt like crap today so I didn't want to be on camera. Uh, it's known as The Nature of Things by Lucretius. Bruno desired to know everything about God's creation, so much so that he went to places that were deemed unholy and heresy to the church during his time to find them. In this ancient Roman book that he was reading, written by a man then to be dead for more than 1500 years, Lucretius asked the reader to imagine themselves at the edge of all creation, at the end of the universe, and to shoot an arrow off into the distance. If it keeps going, the universe is larger than what you thought and extends past the point that you thought was the edge. But if it hits a wall, we'll stand on top of that wall and shoot another arrow. If it goes on, it doesn't stop, the universe is infinite. But if it hits another wall, stand on top of that wall and shoot another arrow. Either way, the universe is unbounded. This made Bruno fall in love with the idea of God even more, because his God was infinite, so who's to say his creation wasn't infinite as well to begin with? This was only the beginning though, because when he reached the age of 30, he had a dream and vision of what we would call today the heliocentric model, but he went further past what Copernicus had said. He awoke in his dream in an area confined and covered by a bowl of stars. In this dream, he experienced great fear when he realized he could pull back this veil and see the cosmos for what it really was and what it truly was. He took all the courage he had and pulled the veil of stars back to see the universe as it is today. He saw stars and realized those stars were suns to other planets, just like the Earth. There were other planets that could house other life. He realized in all of this that the universe was infinite and that so much lies ahead and he had a true vision of what the cosmos is. Bruno then became an evangelist and started spreading the word about the infinite universe and infinite God that he believed in. He thought if others believed in God just like he did, in an infinite God, that they would take to this idea and vision he had of an infinite universe. But what a fool he was, because back then everyone was strictly bound to the geocentric model. He was excommunicated by the Roman Catholic Church, he was expelled by the Calvinists and the Lutherans. He had no one left. No one wanted anything to do with this heresy he was spreading. Bruno went on to lecture at Oxford in England, but he was ridiculed and laughed at for his seemingly pathetic beliefs about our solar system. They laughed and thought that he was ridiculous for believing in Copernicus' heliocentric model. But then they became enraged 
when he presented his own model of there could be more life out there with these other Earths and other stars and suns and everything about his own vision of the cosmos. Bruno then returned to Italy, and honestly, I could not tell you why, because I just do not know. But you have to remember, there's no separation between church, thought, and speech at that time. So if you spoke a belief of your own that didn't conform to the Bible or traditional thought of that time, you could be exposed and most likely would be exposed to cruel and unusual punishment. Bruno was tormented for eight years until receiving his ultimate fate at the stake. He was a martyr for his own vision. You have to see that the church held ultimate power at that time. So if Bruno was right, you have to see that the church would have been open to question and the authority of the church would have been open to question because they would have been wrong and the sacred books would be incorrect too, or their translations of them would be. Ten years after the martyr of Giordano Bruno, Galileo, the father of observational astronomy, looked for the first time through a telescope to find that Bruno was right. However, Bruno wasn't a scientist. He was just a philosopher. His vision and idea of the cosmos was a guess and a real lucky one. And what does this have to do with science, if he wasn't a scientist, but merely guessed? The point is, once the thought was out there, it gave everyone something to look at and even disprove. It's what happens most times in science. We take lucky guesses and try to disprove our own theories to see if something further lies beyond that wall at the end of the cosmos. Point being, don't keep your ideas to yourself now because they could be right. They could change the world. Plus, you won't become a campfire nowadays for voicing your love for stars, which is great. All of this aside, though, I love seeing people passionately talk about what they love and enjoy. It gives me some sense of hope and happiness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope to see you back next week for the next topic, which I have no clue what that's going to be about. Maybe quasars? Who knows? I sure don't. But I am so sorry that I was not in front of the camera. I do feel like crap. That's why I also sound like crap. But hopefully next week it'll be better. So uh, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, bye bye <laughs>